Ah, we're in it. Episode 64. Ah, ah like a tall drink of water. We're guzzling back Giamatti. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Another movie in the belly. Episode 64. Yeah, five baby. away from the special episode. Am I right? Yeah, that special 69. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Every um, six year old's favorite number. <laughs> um. Well, Dan, it's opening banter. What do you got to bant about? What do you want to bant? What do I? What do I want to banter with you about today? Um, let's see. Let's see. What's new with me? Um, um, Here, I'll give you one while, while you're thinking. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you think. Thanks. Um, so this happened today, and I don't know if it's interesting, <laughs> but um, this is all I got, really. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on my bike today, and it was like... <laughs> It's really cold out, A. Yeah. It's like negative 10 out. So I was like already regretting my decisions, but Can, yeah. going with Canadian it anyway. winter is here. Canadian winter has arrived. Yeah, it's November. It's arrived. So I'm on my bike, cold as shit, kind of angry because it's the morning and I have to go to yeah. work. So I'm on my bike and then I'm like, I'm, I always say to people like, oh, I love my bike because it it relaxes me. I feel like I, I you know. I get some good thinking time in. I'm not worrying yeah. about things because I'm just thinking about the road. It's me and the road, you know? Okay. That makes sense. But then I realized I, when I was on my bike today, I was just like looking at all the cars on the side of the road, just yeah. petrified that one of them was going to open their door the whole time. Oh, okay. And I would, people were like walking in the bike lane. I'd get angry. And then I realized this thing that I tell people is really relaxing that I love is yeah. horribly stressful and I'm angry the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> I was going to say, this music is how I imagine you biking down the streets of Toronto. That's just how like, it feels. Just biking around, teetering, tottering, <laughs> putting up the middle finger to old ladies like who are parked in like the uh, whatever, in the fire lane or biker lane yeah. or whatever it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. I, I, I yell over my shoulder, you dumb bitch. <laughs> did I tell you? Did I did I say on the podcast? Get out of my I, lane, you dumb bitch! Did I say on the podcast that I hit a car recently? <laughs> no, you didn't. You told me you didn't tell. You didn't tell the audience. Right. Get out of the lane. <laughs> yeah. Somebody drove. Uh, Cliff notes. I somebody <laughs> like drove into the bike lane. I was looking behind me to see if my girlfriend was following me still. And then yeah, because you guys were on like quite the expedition, right? We were just like getting groceries, but she had seen a friend on the way there, so I had lost her. So that's why I was looking back. And then okay. so I turned my head back, and I there's a car in the lane, and there's no way I'm going to stop. So I slam yeah. into it. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I didn't get really hurt that much. I just kind of like took a chunk <laughs> out of my finger, but it was still scary. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It was still adrenaline, you know. I didn't like I didn't fall <laughs> to the ground or anything like that. I like fell onto the car. Are you at nine now? But part of me. Nine fingers? What oh, happened? Oh, yeah, no. It just took like a like a chunk out of my finger. It's already healed up. But anyways. Oh, okay. Minor, minor to what it could have been. Yeah. But yeah, I hit the car, and then I said, Oh, thanks for that, man. Thanks for that. Have a nice day, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I biked off. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I ever tell you that I got hit by a car once? What? Really? Yeah, I got While hit by biking? a car. I was... No, 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 no. While walking. Oh, my God. <laughs> While, no, I never heard this story. <laughs> okay, so... It must have been, it was maybe in grade 11 or 12, and I went to, I was walking down Queen Street in Kitchener, Ontario, and it was raining so hard. I was walking past the public library, and I was crossing the street, 
It, hang on, and sorry, pause one second. Is this music okay. from John Adams? <laughs> no, this is the saddest song from... Um, Lady in the Water? Uh, no, no, no. This is from that one with the lesbians, and Paul, oh, Paul yeah, yeah, plays yeah. the son. Oh, fuck. If, we, if these walls could talk, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if these walls could talk, dos. <laughs> dos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> HBO's um, Shining Achievement. Actually, good movie. Good TV movie. Nonetheless, if you got these, hit by a car. No, no, no. no. If, <laughs> if, if these walls could talk too, as in the floors already talk, the ceilings already just chatting away. Oh, if these walls could well. talk too. T O O. O O. Yeah, T O O. That's so um, dumb. No, anyway, so it was raining really hard. Yeah. And um, basically what happened is, I, yeah, I was crossing the street and out of like nowhere, this car comes and just like, it, it didn't hit me too hard because I'm alive, but it like, <laughs> okay, I guess fair. it didn't hit, it didn't hit me medium either because I was fine, but mm -hmm. it like hit me enough where I like jerked, like, like I was like, oh, and then I like put my hands on the, on the hood. And I was like, what the hell, man? And then I, it was like raining so loud. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell, man? And I kept walking. And um, <laughs> it startled wow. me. It really threw me through well, a loop. Yeah, I it's like, adrenaline. I just got... It's a giant. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. I've never had a car hit my thighs before walking across the street. Uh, yeah, it is terrifying. It would be terrifying. Do you remember yeah, hearing so about cool. um, Jesse Moonfa? There's a guy that we, again, <laughs> last names. We got to stop. But somebody we went to middle school with got hit by a car and he yeah, sued somebody the fuck named out of them. Jesse Moonfa. Yeah, Jesse Moonfa. <laughs> but he apparently had a limp. He had to walk with a cane for a time. But nonetheless, he, he would get like checks every month from this like old lady that oh, hit wow. him. Oh, wow. And it was her fault. <laughs> Amazing. That's kind of cool. Like he's stealing her CRA money. Pretty you much. Know, she gets a check and then she passes that check on to Jesse. But she also hit a young man at the prime <laughs> of his life. So I know she the untold damage that she did to poor Jesse. Yeah, she gave him sciatica. Yeah, but he if he put that money in the savings account with accumulation and compound interest, he could be set for life. <laughs> There's no way he blew it immediately. <laughs> Every month he probably blew. It. I don't know Jesse moved oh, for well in his finances, but that's I mean any yeah, any, any young, young man, man that would... gets money for free essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. Um I realized that here here's some banter for you. Um okay. if you want to talk about my body for a hot second. I always I want to talk I'm... about your body. I I just think every oh, Thank I can't you. wait for I wait for two weeks to go by to talk about Dan's bod, Dan's hot bod. <laughs> that is right. Well, guys, <laughs> have the dumbbells been defining this 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 block of marble that is you? No, <laughs> no, um, no. I was gonna say I I think I like so so I think I have like some like some chest hair that's like growing in more and more every day. Oh, okay. I think it's late because I'm 24 years old, almost 25. But it's starting to happen, and it's actually pretty exciting. Um, it's like it's it's it. So I've always had like some hair on on like you know the belly going down to like the pelvis. Yeah, but not much. You know, you're not that hairy. Not, but that, you have no, more I'm, facial I'm not hair. that hairy. You have some yeah, thick facial, I have facial hair, hair, but that's about it. Exactly. Um, but then the other day, I looked in the mirror. I was shirtless in the bathroom. You know how it is. <laughs> You're in the bathroom. You just showered. You come out of the shower. You look at the mirror. And I was like, oh, my God. I got some hairs. Mm -hmm. I got some hairs. Now, I, I got to tell you, it's not thick. It's not luscious. It's not uh, superbly dark. Mm -hmm. But 
There's some more hair than there's ever been before, and I'm excited to see what these next few years years of my life might have in store. You're gonna get hairier. I think I I think I see it. I feel like Nostradamus right now. You're you're so, gonna have hair on your body. I was under the impression, as a learned academic, that you got hair in puberty. I thought by the time I was 18, I should art like, or maybe 9, 20, but, but Dan, even 21, I should have the hair that I'm going to have or be able to grow at the rate. That's not I'm true. I'm going to grow my hair at the rate that I'm going to grow it for the rest of my life until I get old. And it's then it doubles true. in strange places. But think about men that, 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 um, they get the gift of back hair late in life. Think about that. Hmm. You know, you're right. When does it activate at different points? Cause I'll tell you, I, I, I hang on. Oh, can I ask you? Hang on. Can I ask you a detail question? Is the hair getting darker, yeah. or mm-hmm. is it getting thicker, or both? Both. Both. Wow. It's getting darker and You're thicker. Getting a double whammy. See that happened to my upper lip. <laughs> when? Like last week too? Like pretty much. Two, like three weeks ago. Three or four weeks ago. No, not even. Wait. Yeah. You're it must start have been like three beards? weeks ago. No. So that's what I tried. That's what I'm getting at. I my girlfriend convinced me. To, because I just didn't shave for a bit because depression. I'm shocked. <laughs> and then, so, sure. so I just like had some facial hair going, and then my girlfriend saw that like I had some mustache hairs, and she was like, "Oh, she's like, try, try growing it out." She and I was like, "No, it's gonna be disgusting. I'm not gonna yeah. look good." And then she convinced me, and uh, I was correct. It looked disgusting, and I hated myself. <laughs> <laughs> but they did start to get long, and they were getting darker because I have the problem of like. It just looks like peach fuzz. But yeah, there's yeah. at least nine hairs that are black. Pale skin and light hair. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard combination. Yeah. yeah. But I was going to actually, that's a great, that's great that you said that. Cause I was going to say that, um, I used to not be able to grow a beard until like maybe last year. And then that's the facial great. hair has been coming in more and more every, every year. You know, it, it feels good that finally my body is activating to the levels of most people in grade 12. So yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't it's think I'm going to be able to grow facial hair, and it's pretty sad. <laughs> but we got it's too bad. Like I'm going to give it till thirty. You know, I'll give okay. it. Another, I'll, I'll give it another go when I'm like thirty. Yeah, yeah. get the sad music going. Some yeah, I know. All right, my boy Sam's not going to be able to grow facial hair. <laughs> but it's like that old adage: you don't know what you got till it's gone. Wait, that wasn't the old adage. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, it's you like got that, it. You got it's it. It's like that old, old epitaph. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, uh <laughs> Judd Apatow. That's, that's. It's like that old, old Judd Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? What is it? You don't, you don't, you don't know what you're missing if you never had it, kind of thing. You know? That's you not. Don't. A, sorry. That's you not don't the same. What you're missing if you've never had it? Yeah, that that checks out. The logic checks out on that. Yeah, you inverted the actual saying. You don't know what you have till it's gone. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but that's the meaning that I wanted. <laughs> uh, sure, the inverted. Sure. The second meaning makes sense. You don't know. Have you ever thought? Yeah. You don't know what you're missing if you've never you're, had d- it. Yeah. You know. That's that's fair. Have you ever thought about getting plugs? No. On your uh, on your on your lip brow. I would never. No. 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 You would never do I it. I just I photoshopped myself with a mustache once and it looked amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and it, it looks incredible. It looks really, really good, and that's the upsetting part. Is that's that. why, yeah, that's why we have to mourn the loss of what never was. Yeah, you know? it is my YouTube profile photo, but and I've since lost the original like Photoshop image. So that's oh, really? that's the only that's... one that's surviving, and I'm never changing it. 
<laughs> but you are able to grow really thick under your Let's not talk about chin. it. I don't want to okay. talk about that. I don't want to bant about it. Okay. But yes. Because like, you know how sometimes when Do you want to people... explain it to the people? What it looks like? Yeah. What my real facial hair looks like? Yeah, it's gross. Um, no, Sam can, <laughs> Sam can grow long, strangly. It's It's almost like... You know, like when you see an old person on the street and they're starting to bulge, so their hair's really thin, but it's long and thin and frail looking. Take the image you have of the top of the head and rotate it at 180 degrees beneath the chin. That is what Sam can grow under there. Um, and it's hor- horrible. I call um, it my Billy Goat's Gruff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could just pet my chin like a, like a little Billy Goat. <laughs> But you know how when but it's people only sometimes... underneath my jaw, only, yes, yeah, only, only, there. No, like it creeps <laughs> up. It creeps up to like you know where people have a chin strap. It creeps yeah. up to the edge of my jawline, <laughs> and then nothing else, nothing. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, okay, should we get into the podcast? Yeah. Well, well, do you have a talking head, se- a talking bread segment for us? Or oh, I do have a talking bread segment. Should I get into it? I, I, I'm asking for it, yeah. I can't hear you. Do you want to hear some talking Let's bread? Talk Hell yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is your homeboy, Daniel Brenneman, ready to talk some bread. We're talking bread. Um, so this week, I wanted to plan a very special episode. So guess what? My girlfriend, Sarah, cooked me some stuffing. We had this baguette that was going a little bit moldy. Mm. So we cut off the mold, made some baguette stuffing, and she was like, babe, babe, this is for the podcast. Let's elevate it. Usually you just shove loaves with butter on them into your mouth while you record. Let's have you eat eat stuffing, bread-based stuffing on the podcast. I like that. And guess what? On Monday, I actually couldn't record anymore. So guess what? I ate the stuffing and pushed the recording to Wednesday, right now when we're recording, and the stuffing's no more. But can I tell you this, Sam? Tell me. Can I tell you this, Sam? Tell me! I said, can I tell you this, Sam? Tell me! It was good! That was amazing. That was amazing. Love it. Thank you. Let's let's get into it. But, but Paul at the movies. Oh wait, no, we gotta we gotta play we, the theme song first. We got the theme first. song. Then we get into another segment immediately. Sam, after. Sam, I have to do my bumpers. Here we I go. I know, I know. Welcome back, back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one-stop, fully academic, encyclopedic source for all things Paul Jamadi. I'm your host Sam, and I'm your host Dan. Um, I listened back to—I mean, you edit the podcast, but I listened back to the one we did a few weeks ago, and it was atrocious. Which it's one? hard because which one? I, I don't know. But when we said it, it was so out of sync. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I also don't try and editing to like line them up at all. I want it like good, I want it fresh. Good. 
and uh, that's the way it comes out. This this well, one we, for we, me because I think mm-hmm. it's a, the, I'm like I'm am delayed. Okay. So, but for me, it sounded like we were in sync most of the time, and also oh, that other nice. time when I thought we were in sync, it did. It, I wasn't lying. It did sound in sync for me, and then in the in the recording, it like was not in sync. Very strange. But anyway, so that is super strange, and and we can never edit them together because when the magic happens, the magic happens, and you, me, and the audience all need to understand it. Let me take it to the movie, shorty. I'm gonna let it on you, will be my baby. Baby. Then sit down and just be by my by side. My side. I'll get the but I know what I do like. And let's see how close it was. Let me take it to the movie, shorty. I'm sure the letter on you will be my baby. Let's sit down and just be my side. I'm going to talk to you and I know what I do like. Good stuff. Good stuff, Sam. Good stuff. Episode 64. Dan, what movie did we watch? It's in the title, but tell the people. Tell people. Yeah, so we watched a movie called the Congress. Mm, yes, a 2013 film by a French director. Yeah. Um, so this movie was quite strange. Um, do you want to tell the people a little bit about what it's about, or do you want me to? Um, I'll read the description. Why not? Let's see. You wrote it. Okay. Nice. Here we go. I'm always excited for these. That's why I, I can't wait. I phoned it in halfway through, but nonetheless. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> uh the movie starts with a roast of Robin Wright <laughs> while she's crying, no less. Her agent yeah. lists all of her shitty decisions, lost opportunities, her failings with the battle against neuroticism. He gives her an out from all this anguish, a final opportunity. They mm-hmm. offer to create a perfect communal, communal computer model of her, a digital double to be used in whatever way they please. She finally degrees after a drown out discussion about free will. She's uploaded and then we're transported to the Digi Doubles world where nothing makes sense, everything is hallucination, and John Hamm is an obsessive no. animator. Eventually, she escapes this drug-addled fever dream, finds out the world has gone to shit, and then immediately goes back with the help of an aged Paul Giamatti. The end. That's wrong. That's not what happened. It's pretty much exactly the movie. So you watched this movie today. I've been thinking about it for about 27 hours. And, <laughs> oh, uh, wow. And that's not what it is, apparently. How so, is that, what did I get wrong? Let me fix it for you. Okay. The movie starts with a roast of Robin Wright. You're correct. Correct. She does get roasted, and he's super rude to her. Harvey Keitel, her agent Al in the movie, yeah. uh, tells her, we got one final opportunity. They go into the movie studio Miramax. I think a Miramount. combination of... Or oh, sorry, Miramount, a combination of the of Miramax and Paramount. Yeah. Um, and basically they meet with Danny Houston, who's like the movie studio guy. He's like, listen, lady, like uh I wanna buy you. I wanna buy the digital form of you so we can make movies and you can go on off and like do who cares what. Yeah. Anyway, so she agrees eventually. They scan her body and her emotions or whatever that is. Yeah. Then we pick up a couple months later. Or 20 no, years two, later. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I forgot that part. 20, 20, it's 20 years, years later. later. Yeah. And she's going to this thing called um, the Future, Future, Futurological Congress, I think. Wait, the Future wait, wait, wait. Congress. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know yeah. what you're talking about. So it says 20 years later. They've scanned her, whatever. Yeah. I thought, because then it cuts to a part where she's driving in a car. Yes. And, it, and she's like all dolled up and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had assumed that that was the digital version of her, and I think that's where I went wrong. 
I thought that was the digital world. I didn't realize that was the real world, but that was supposed to be the real world, right? So at this that is point, it's it really confusing. Yeah, because this so this little is chunk still... is incredibly confusing. I but I think I got it. So oh, okay. I, so so it's the real world. So it's twenty years later, and Robin Wright agreed that she would never act again. Yeah, and because they own her digital double now, so her digital they can double... do whatever they want. They she has no choice. No, so yeah. she's been in this action movie franchise or whatever, and she's been asked to speak at this future Congress, where a bunch of futurologists, future futurists, Future, I guess, are all yeah, yeah. at this place. Okay, and it's in a restricted zone by Mira Mount. Yeah. Okay, so she's driving there, and then she gets to this booth or whatever, and he's like, the guy's like, okay, you can go in in your car, but you gotta you gotta snort this or whatever. Now, this I is where it gets that. confusing. I missed that. Okay. Okay. So she <laughs> she takes a good whiff yeah. of um, this substance, this drug substance. Yeah. That it's like, uh, so this is where it gets confusing, but it's like an animated zone. So she becomes yeah. animated. And he and says that to everybody. Her. He says that he's yeah. like, you won't be able to get out of this animated zone without until my you come help back. until you, yeah. yeah, until you come all the way back through. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she becomes animated. The movie becomes animated at this point. She goes to this zone. Now. Okay, so that, so, okay, I have to be honest as well. Yeah. Because. Did you fall asleep again? Listen, listen, listen. (laughs) You fucking fall asleep again? Literally right at that part. Oh my God. (laughs) I was in and out. I was in and out for 10 minutes. And I know because it was at 40 minutes and then at 50 minutes, I sort of. 10 minutes, my ass. at At 50 minutes in the movie, I woke back up. And then I was in the animated world. So <laughs> I was really, really confused. But I'd, I'd... I can't believe I have to stay awake and watch all these <laughs> mediocre to bad movies so that you can fall asleep and ask me all these dumb no, no. questions. Uh, Dan, I swear, that was the only part where I dozed off. I was dozing. You know, <laughs> where I was struggling to stay awake because I was so bored. But Oh, my God. But I, I I stayed awake after that. But there was that little ten minute switch when she like goes into the animated world. I missed the yeah. transition when she goes into the animated world. That's all I missed. Okay, so, so that's why it's confusing because I was like, oh, I guess this is the digital double version of herself, and she's trapped in this like like I what I had assumed was that like oh they lied to her. Now mm. she's like she her consciousness is trapped in this digital world. That's what potentially, I had assumed. Potentially a cooler movie. Potentially a cooler movie, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. what I—that's what I thought it was, and I thought that was confirmed at the end when it was like, "Oh, now she's out of this drug dream." But anyways, that that no. now doesn't make sense. That I that's understand why it's now. so confusing. Yeah. Okay, so she goes to this thing. It's all animated. She's at this hotel. Okay, she's having like a bad trip with it. They then say that movies are kind of dead. They want to buy Robin Wright's essence because they can now recreate her as like a chemical compound that can be eaten and drinking and or drinking and and a whole wild bunch of stuff um so that's that's like the new level the escalation to the digital double it's like entertainment has turned into something chemical now yes yeah that you fill in with your own consciousness that's like their like new idea it's very strange so i read the the description of the novel that this is based upon is based upon a 1971 polish science fiction film mm-hmm. called the futurological congress by this guy with an awesome name called stanislaw lem lem, <laughs> lem. uh stanislaw lem 
Yeah. Um, and basically, what it helped me figure out what happened. So okay. they're at this Congress, okay? Um, and then all the people, there's like a terrorist attack that happens there. Yeah. Um, which is confusing because it's all animated. But yeah. what basically happens is like they are given a lot of this hallucinatory drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people are like overdosing on this hallucinatory drug. And then what happens is um, to save Robin Wright, she has to be frozen for another 20 years, right? Yeah, she has to be frozen for another 20 years to, like, clear it out of her system. Or maybe they say for, like, time to improve so they can... I don't know. I That part was wildly confusing during that part of the movie. Because it was also incredibly, like, hallucinatory and she's flying with John Hamm. Oh, no, that's after this part. But, yeah, they freeze her for another 20 years. Yeah, and basically she wakes up in this future world and then is able to take this pill and come out of this animated, like, hallucinatory state. Yeah. And she returns. She sees her good friend, Paul Giamatti, Dr. Barker, in the film. Also, the world is shit now. Yeah, it's really quite bad. It's, like, post-apocalyptic. The elites, the Miramount people control the world, it seems. Yeah, but they got balloons. They got Hindenburgs everywhere. They got Hindenburgs. Yeah. They got Hindenburgs. Um. Yeah, so I I hope that clears it up. <laughs> <laughs> but then she goes back. Yeah, she goes back after. Because also she, she goes... has a son. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you guys didn't pick up, this movie's weird. This movie's weird. But, yeah, Dan, here's like the question. weird. Okay? Is this... Like, this movie's, like, out there. Is this Paul's weirdest movie, though? Do you think? At this hmm. point? Because my vote... I'll tell you my vote. <sighs> okay. What's your vote? Uh, Yes. <laughs> I think this is the weirdest movie he's been a part of yet. Huh. It's it's hard to say. He's been a part of some strange, weird things. Cold Souls. But- the Cold Souls is the first thing that this kind of reminded me of, in that it's like trying to do this high concept thing. But like yeah, but this Cold movie Souls isn't funny. A, no, this movie's yeah. not like satirical. This movie's supposed to be like uh, an allegory for the future. You know. I mean, Cold Souls is a good reference point because, again, yeah, it's high concept. For weirdness. We have Paul's yeah. playing himself in Cold Souls. Robin Wright's playing herself in, in this movie, The Congress. I, I would say this movie is his most confusing movie. Yeah. Um, does, it, does this movie remind you of anything, even? I don't know. Like, I, I've really, never like, watched anything really like it, to be honest. I thought it was pretty muddy. Like... I, yeah, I'm honestly, not saying that's was, a, as a good thing. I mean, just like I've never seen anything like it. I don't know what to compare it to. You know? Uh, yeah. No, I would agree. It's it's not. It's like kind of tree of lifey, <laughs> uh, but like not in a tur way. Like in a just it's it's like very obtuse, but that's not even a good comparison. Like that's the clo- Like I don't know. That's the closest thing that I kind of have. It's a strange one because based on what I read about the book, the book is a little bit more streamlined. So the book is like it has this a straightforward is, narrative. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but it like it basically is about like this person is going to the Congress, the Futurological Congress, yeah, and people attack it and put in these hallucinatory drugs, and then you don't know what's real and what's not, and then they wake up in the future world, and um, and they find out that these hallucinations and whatever have replaced reality for a lot of people, right. which is like much more straightforward. What the movie does is tries to add on this additional level on top of that, or take all of those ideas, but also do this 
allusion to entertainment and the future of the entertainment industry and fame mm-hmm. and how we consume stuff, mm-hmm. which put it way too, I, I don't know. It was way too much in my opinion. Like you kind of lose yeah. your footing because it's like, it's a lot of very strange abstract stuff in an abstract form with the animation and the hallucinations that really, it just doesn't make much sense at a point. Yeah. They're trying to like, they're trying to conflate. They're, they're trying to conflate like, choice and control like how we have how we have no control in the world because we're controlled by corporations i guess and what they sure. want right I, I think that's what it's trying to say to some degree i don't know but i don't I know, know i don't Paul really did. know what it's trying to say but that's that's kind of what i glean from it that we're being controlled and like but yeah. that the entertainment it's like that father john misty song like total entertainment forever kind of shit you know yeah yeah sure I mean, okay, here's 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 my hot take. Okay. Here's my hot take. I don't know what the what the in in the Love and Heck uh director, what was his name? Ari R- Fullman. R- Ari Fullman was trying to say. But I do know for sure the specific words that Paul Giamatti said in the movie, because he plays Dr. Barker. <laughs> yeah. What does he um, say? So so Paul Giamatti again plays this doctor character. He's like uh he works with Robin Wright's son in the movie who is uh, originally a child at the beginning of the movie and is suffering from uh hearing loss and he's going to lose his vision eventually. Um and I have actually a bunch of clips from Paul here. Um none of them are really exciting. Paul has a pretty no. small but important role in the film. He starts in the beginning talking to the son and is the doctor obviously. And then at the end of the movie, once she wakes up in the future world, she, she, she searches out for Dr. Barker to try and find her son. And he kind of explains what has happened to the world, what has happened to her son and that he's in the hallucination world now. And, and uh, she, she can't find him. Yeah. Um, so did you like Paul in this movie? How, how do you think Paul did? Forget the, forget this weird movie, you know, House Paul. Uh, yeah. Uh he was good. He was good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought he was like a believable doctor <laughs> for like <laughs> of all the weird characters. I in liked this movie. the way he wore his coat like yeah. a doctor. Well, come on. He had he he played he played a reasonably nice kind of normal doctor dude. You know? Yeah, I was actually I was shocked by how normal he was. Yeah, in that's movie. what I'm saying. Like, just he, like out of all the characters, he's like the most normie. In a good way. Even um, even amongst like Paul's roster of characters that he plays, like he's very much just like a kind doctor who's looking out f- for this kid, and then yeah, and he uh, cares about Robin Wright, and he yeah. cares about the kid, and he just seems like a nice dude. He know? takes care of the kid, and then yeah, helps Robin Wright out. So that's pretty sweet. And he's just um, living in the world, just like everybody else, you know. Let me play a, a clip here. Uh, this is Doctor Barker talking about the hearing loss that Aaron, Robin Wright's uh, son, is going to. It's going to encounter later in life. Excuse me. Also, and... did we lay down thick that Robin Wright's playing Robin Wright? We didn't say yeah, it explicitly, it's worth, but it's worth noting again. She, she's playing herself, and when he's like roasting her, he's talking about her real career and shit. It's it's weird, but anyways. Yeah. Okay. I actually, before I play this clip, I have a little bit more to say about this. I found this movie to be kind of mean to her. It was in Cold mean. Souls. In Cold Souls, Paul played Paul Giamatti, but it was kind of more. It felt more tongue in cheek. But this yeah. movie felt like people were being too mean to Robin Wright. Is she like it wasn't it, fun? Did she fuck up that bad? I had never heard about Robin Wright like being a neurotic 
kind of shitty person you know no and this would have been right before house of cards so maybe like it was right before oh, she yeah, house of cards as, like, came out a in, like, very famous person right? yeah yeah but anyway based on everything i know it felt extremely over the top to be to have everybody be shitting on her yeah so much. like everybody in her whole life even her kids kind of <laughs> it also is like this might be um not true so take this with a grain of salt but i believe the director is uh israeli um and okay. so he it so might be something no. <laughs> that's right um no i think something might be lost in translation a little bit like trying to like i think it may it might suppose it it might be intended to be funny, but there's too much of it, which, which makes it feel uh, a little bit more mean. I, I don't heavy, know. It that, felt that, too that, heavy-handed, but really, he just like meant to list a bunch of things off, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I don't that, know. that might be a thing. Yeah, yeah. That was just my own. I don't know. He's pretty fucking rude. Felt quite deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he just about, doesn't like, like Robin Wright. How she did nothing after Princess Bride, and how like any interview that she was in, they were she is. It wouldn't show up or like she'd be addled by like anxiety and like, yeah. like they're so rude to her also did people give a shit about robin wright in 2013 like did we did anybody care about robin wright mm, probably, probably i mean based off of the box office of this movie nobody gave a shit about robin wright yeah i mean that's fair though i mean i, I don't know if this movie, if this movie had anybody else in it i don't know if it would have done any better but yeah no nobody would have but i agree i i think it's strange they were way over the top with her, and I don't know. She seems like a nice lady. Why would you go and hurt Robin Wright? I know, I know. It's so weird. Speaking of people not going to go see it, this movie made four hundred about roughly four hundred thousand dollars, and they Damn. spent eight million euros on it. Eight million euros. Eight million. Yeah. It's like, whew, that's okay. Yeah. Low budget, the but low they budget. also made no money. None. Not even one million. But I will say this movie looked really nice. Yeah, it was. It was. It looked amazing. Yeah, it, like, I even liked the high key lighting in the, like the live action section. Me too. I actually me thought too. it was good. Yeah, yeah. It looked I, like I really loved the look of it in all of it, and I, I thought the camera moved really, 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 really like this is so dumb, but really, really smoothly. Like every shot just kind of pushed in or pulled out really slowly on different stuff, and and I don't like the style of like. Everybody's speaking in monologues here. It reminded me a yeah. lot of um, Cosmopolis, Cosmopolis yeah. which we just watched. Yeah, and I added, I don't like that style, but I thought it no. looked really, really nice. The production design was awesome. Like, like Robin Wright lives in this airplane, like this metal airplane hangar type yeah. thing, which is awesome. Um, Made no sense, looked, but it was sick. Oh no, no, yeah. but it looked cool. And you know what? I gotta give it props. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did look really good. Even, like, I loved the animation style, too. I thought the animation mm -hmm. style was amazing. And, like, all mm -hmm. the rotoscope stuff that they were doing, it was really cool. Okay, well, here is Paul as Dr. Barker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Table. Table. Sky. Sky. Parade. Afraid. Shell. Phil. Sorry, that was wrong. The, yeah, what's wrong? That was the wrong clip. Here's here's the real clip. Well, I mean, that, was that was Dr. Barker as well. That was Paul. I just you wanted clicked on the wrong clip. one. Okay. This is this is him actually talking. <laughs> is Aaron in that 50%? Well, that is the mystery with this syndrome, right? You will never know until he 
he's 30 or 35, if he will be completely blind. Look, Robin, Aaron has a beautiful mind. He is taking the information in and translating it as he will. It is a gift. He hears throne, says alone, but he is perfectly aware of what he is doing. Now imagine what movies will be like in 50 years. I think that this is somewhat similar to what Aaron is doing. In what way? In the way that the movie guys will just have electronic stimuli that our brains translate according to what is in our subconscious. Um, yeah. That's Paul. Paul being that a doctor. Is, that is Paul talking science. He didn't sound to sound movie. too kind there, but I swear he was he's super kind. He sounds more kind when he's interacting with the kid. In yeah. his first scene when he's talking to the kid, he's like connecting and they're talking about planes and whatever. Yeah, this is it's, like clinical. Yeah, yeah. This is like clinical. He's like just after the post test on the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um what would you rate Paul in this movie, Sam? Uh Well, he like wasn't really in it a lot to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> no, but he had like two kind of pivotal he he bookends the film kind of. For the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um that's tough. I I was trying to think because I'm like, I, I would just get I would just give him like a like a seven, just average, a seven, just average. Like it's not like it was amazing or anything like that, you know. Like like yeah. I gave him higher on Cosmopolis because he like was really putting in work, you know. Yeah, I think I would go with a six and a half, or maybe I'd bump it up to a seven as it's well. Just like he did the job because it, right. He did the job right. Robin. The Wright. one he did the job. Robin Wright. Um, the one thing that I really did like was when we revisit Dr. Barker later in the film, he's old. So we have Paul in the old age makeup and he's kind of, he gets to give the speech where he's like explains what happened to Aaron and that she was gone for too long and just missed him basically. Yeah. Um, actually we can hear a, a little bit of that and then I'll, I'll, I'll continue. Aaron waited for you here all of the years. 19 years he waited for you to come back. His condition got worse and worse and uh, he was almost totally blind by the end. But he, he didn't cross over. Even though I told him to, I begged him to because I knew that I wouldn't be here forever to help take care of him. So... I thought in this last scene, he had a little bit more meat. He had a little bit more mm-hmm. meat to work with. Um, and you know what I'm going to say? I seven. thought he was really good in that last scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he actually yeah. was really good. He also gets to explain like what kind of happened in the movie. Like He's the one at the end to come out and be like, everybody's like taking these hallucinations, which have replaced entertainment, and now you can like go back into this world if you want because Aaron went off into his own hallucinatory world. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, thank God, somebody just said a little bit of what's happening. It feels so good. I know, I know. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> I know that's exactly what I thought too. I also did get really excited when he comes when she gets out of the out of the hallucinations. Um, and well, she's that like, sequence is amazing, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had seen that sequence on Instagram before, like on a film. Oh, really? Thing. Yeah, and I had no idea where it was from because this is such a like a random movie. Yeah. But uh, that that little sequence, because it's like she's walking through and she sees like Betty Boop and Jesus and like all of these like iconic figures. And then like yeah. all of the iconic figures 
like it just cuts and everywhere that somebody was standing is now like it cuts from an icon into like like a home they look like homeless people like this yeah, apocalyptic like world dystopian people it was yeah. so it was really really well done it was beautiful really well done um but as soon as it happened i was like oh and she's like i have to find my son i was like oh are we gonna get paul again and then he freaking shows yeah. up like i wasn't expecting light. that paul would actually show up but there oh really was. i got so excited yeah you're anyway like, oh, the potential of paul <laughs> i know sure. after after like an hour and 50 minutes i was like he could be back thank yeah. god yeah um that yeah, second so, half of the movie is so boring though eh? yeah even it though it looks gorgeous be- you can't keep track of anything no it's so hard to understand what's going on it's not grounded at all especially when you think that it's the digital double and not technically the real world but also not the real it's strange very, very strange. I, I don't get... I mean, I understand why they made the future Congress animated to begin with because it's so wild and fantastical that, like, mm-hmm. it for the sake of filming this, it would make more sense to animate it. Yeah. But I, I do have to think that it would have been a better movie if the future Congress was not animated and then the attack happened and then... And when then it became it, animated. Yeah. I think yeah. it'd be so much easier to understand what's going on. I I like truly, maybe I'm dumb, but the leap to to un, to to figure out that or the leap to understand that if you snort this thing, it'll make you animated in just this zone with the film yeah. people yeah, was like weird. too much for me. It's like just make anybody can be animated in, in their own world. Oh, I just don't get it. <laughs> I think it's just they're all hallucinating from the start. Like, as soon as she huffs that stuff, that's just the same drug that she's been on for, like, the last 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what doesn't make sense to me is that they're there for a purpose. It feels like, I mean, what they're saying is, like, everybody's going to this Congress. Like, she's been but called you also there. Have so the drug, drug makes you. Yeah. Yeah. But then later on, everybody's on the same drug, but they're, like, off in their own worlds. Like, it's not a shared hallucination, you know? Anyway, who who gives because, a shit? Then they like give them more of the drug, and then they all disappear. Yeah, it, it nobody gives a shit. It was strange I, and didn't make it sense. It was strange. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it looked really cool. Um, it did. it did. And John Hamm's in it. John Hamm, and you never see his real face. That is true. Also, there's animated sex. Oh, yeah, a very weird and part John between her and John Hamm's character, and it's the weirdest. I forgot. It's so so strange. It's very strange. She's like riding him, and it's like I don't want to watch. And then weird, Robin like Wright hallucinatory flowers are like coming up. It reminded me of the scene in uh, the Goofy movie when um, <laughs> when he takes acid during his test. Do you, did you ever watch the Goofy movie? I did, where he but takes I don't his, remember where this. he takes his son. I think it was the Goofy movie too, actually, where he takes his son oh, to school. Okay. But then he he gets worried, and then he, and then Goofy also joins school, and then he gets okay. given a drug. To get to take during a test because he's nervous, but it ends up being a hallucinogen. Oh my god! I yeah, I don't think I've seen a goofy move, movie too. It's not good. I tried to watch it again recently and I had to turn it off fifteen <laughs> minutes in. But that scene is amazing when Goofy yeah. Goofy takes some drugs. Yeah, it sounds like okay, Sam. I did want to say this. Um, what what was like? What's the hardest you've ever hallucinated? You know, this movie is all about hallucinations. Right. And as as a dare I say, addict. To your vape pen, <laughs> oh my god, and your substances. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. But what? what, what I am an addict. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're an addict to love. You're an <laughs> addict to good <laughs> friends and good times. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Anyways, yeah, 
What were you gonna what, say? What, what's, what's the hardest what's, I've hallucinated before? What's the hardest you you hallucinated? Uh, the hardest I hallucinated was while taking a shit in a Cineplex <laughs> theater, um, <laughs> a small bathroom, single. No bathroom. drugs involved. <laughs> no, I was high on acid. Um, oh, okay. And I was taking a shit, and uh, it felt like I was giving birth. And also the walls, it was like dark, uh, small like metro tile all over the yeah. floor and the and the walls. Yeah. And the wall started to cave in around me, <laughs> and they're also moving like water. Yeah. <laughs> so I was taking a shit, feeling like I was literally giving birth. Yeah. And uh, that's the hardest I've ever hallucinated. And then I just started laughing because I was like, "Wow, nice. I'm trapped in this dungeon of, <laughs> of that's, poo that's and, so wild. and tiles." <laughs> <laughs> and it, oh I just God. kept wiping, and it was like I was wiping a marker. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah, that good. was really fun. That was really fun. Also, I was I was high with my friend. Okay. And we spent two hours at the movie theater, and we didn't see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just played games. We won a, a Beanie Baby from the claw machine without putting coins in it, and it made us lose our minds. Oh, my God. That's like, those are the most magical moments that are real, but, but happen when you're on drugs. That is like... It, yeah, it's not and that was exactly like, what happened. Like he walked yeah. up, he walked up to the claw machine and he hit the 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 joystick, and yeah. then the claw moved. And that would have been crazy if we were sober, but we were yeah, high on yes. acid. So then, <laughs> so the claw moved, and we locked eyes. We said nothing to each other. We locked mm-hmm. eyes in absolute amazement. Then he moved it again just a little bit, and then without saying anything again to each other, we locked eyes. He slapped the button. It went down, and we won a beanie baby. <laughs> and, that's that's insane. And then he picked it up out of the machine and still wordlessly we were in amazement and we were both holding this beanie baby high <laughs> as shit with nobody else in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Like the, yeah. you so just that's can't the hardest thing those things. Yeah. 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 I was going to say uh, I didn't hallucinate but like similar to that I might have told this story a long time ago on the podcast but when I was at a music festival and I was on this thing that like whatever you like one of those rides that goes around and around and again like oh um, like the carousel things the ones that but like the really car- fast like, ones the fast ones where you're in like a basket you know yeah. and it spins you know um and i was very very high on on molly and i and and the ride and i had done it sober because it was there and then i went on later when i was high yeah and it went on for like forever and it got really shaky at one point and then like everybody clapped for us when we got off like when once it like actually stopped and like brought us back down like everybody was clapping for us and it's it's like again one of those things where where i'm like i'm not so high that this isn't crazy but i also am like so high that i don't really know what happened but it feels like something strange happened i think something went wrong with it i think it made it feel like yeah something went wrong well why would people clap you don't. Clap. I don't know. That's why I assume like something went wrong. You don't clap wrong. when people get off the behemoth. You know what I no, mean? No, no, no. So something so it's weird. went wrong. If it was rickety, I'm... something went wrong on that carnival <laughs> ride. Because I'm like, well, I know everybody clapped. Like, that is not in my mind. Like, that happened. Yeah, no, of course and not. And I'm, like, trying to reverse engineer. I'm like, what could have happened on this ride? Maybe somebody on the, other, on the other side, like, jumped out of their seat and, like, <laughs> landed like, like, a like a gymnast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was going to tell you that I think the, I I mean, I'm not as experienced as you in the hallucinogenic arts. (laughs) 
But um, this one time, a long time ago, I did I did mushrooms with my a couple of friends, and I took way more than everybody else, or it, it hit me like like a goddamn truck. Yeah. Everybody else, I remember everybody else stopped being high, and they all watched a movie, and I was like, just like I was, well, I had a bad trip, so I was like in the corner of the couch, just like tripping my freaking brains out, <laughs> and everybody else was just like, you know, just coming down, having a nice time, and, yeah. and they like look over at me, and I'm just like bald in the corner and, I, and they're like are you okay i'm like i'm going through things but it's it's okay um <laughs> but i remember in that was it scary or was it kind of just like not fun um it, oh, that's a great question i i think it was more not fun than scary though i think i was kind of paranoid I, well i definitely was paranoid and it was like i felt very unloved and empty you know like that type of stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. you feel alone yeah 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 but i and i remember going to the bathroom and the walls kept moving on me and i was i was like oh my god and like that water, was like once like the water kind of moving yeah, kind or of like thing? kind of yeah. shifting yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i <laughs> and everybody else was already not like coming down and i was like I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, and, I, and the walls are moving. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I am, I'm still in it. Um, and then also, I, what I would, um, I, 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 I would close my eyes and I would see myself, but wearing these really old school sunglasses. And then oh, I wow. was kind of like following me wearing these sunglasses deeper and deeper. Like it was kind of moving with your down. eyes was, closed though, with my right. eyes closed. Yeah, not, yeah. not, yeah, not, not open. That would be insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was following him and then he told me, um, <laughs> this sounds he, like a pretty trippy hallucination to be it honest. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was like, yeah, it just, yeah, it was like eyes closed in my head, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. But it was actually kind of, it felt sinister, but I was like following him and it was just my head wearing these funky sunglasses, these funky dark black sunglasses. Yeah. And I'm like moving deeper and deeper. And I'm just like watching him. And um, and then he told me that uh, I won't find any answers in a drug trip. And he was like, he was like, uh, you're not going to find any answers uh, in a drug trip. That's not real. And I was like, oh, OK. Wow. Yeah. So that's the lesson I learned. To yeah, I got honest, a lesson. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. To be quite honest, I have that sort of mind, too, of, like, I think people are just bullshitting when they say they yeah. learn shit from drugs. Um, Though I will say... But I, I also think, think that's a small-minded... I think that's that's small-minded. I think it's, like, not giving into the experience enough, maybe. But that might just be mm. propaganda about people that like drugs a lot. You know what I mean? I think it's I think it's kind of dumb. I, well, <laughs> what my drug trip told me was that there's nothing new that's going to like change my life that I'm going to learn while tripping on drugs. But then it's all didn't you here. learn that while on drugs? So you did learn something you know, from hey, drugs. So it's kind hey, of man. a paradox. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I had a drug trip paradox. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're goddamn right. Sam yeah. Calderon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That is strange. But, I, but mm. yeah. So, but anytime I've gotten high, I haven't done a lot of hallucinogenics, which is those yeah. are the ones you learn shit Same. on. Yeah. So, but I've also had bad acid trips. Like that trip that I told you about, it was yeah. fun, but it didn't end well. Like I was left yeah. feeling empty and like I didn't learn anything and like I wasted my time. Interesting, yeah. And the first time I did acid was awful because it was in a hot apartment with seven dudes and we just <laughs> yeah. watched Wolfpack on oh, autoplay no. on YouTube and it was awful. And people just were fucking with me and like it was not fun. That is not good whatsoever. So that's, nice you're definitely not going to learn anything about yourself during that. You know? No, and I, I like I wonder if you do the harder ones, like if you like ayahuasca stuff out, and stuff. Yeah. Like that's that's the promise of it, but 
I think more it's like you're able, like maybe you won't find any new answers, but you're able to work through things. That's like, what I think I don't it is. Know. I was just going to say you get clarity. I think you it's actual clarity. clarity. Yeah. Because it just allows you, you just in, get more introspective. Like it's just a, an inward journey. So of course you're going to like, hopefully you learn something about yourself or you're reflecting, yeah. looking inward. That's or all it un- is. unlocks different ways of looking at things, you yeah. know, or frees up how you're looking at things. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly think half of it's bullshit, but um, the other half of it, I think it, it has potential. Let's say that it has potential, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people give it the people that call like acid medicine and call like marijuana medicine. Yeah. I think they're blowing smoke up your ass, but it does have, it does have uh, the ability to actually change things for you. Like well, they use, well, like they use mushrooms for, to treat PTS, PTSD. If you don't well, learn something well, about what yourself. I was, yeah. Yeah. What I was going to say is that I like, I, I definitely think that doing that trip, uh, improved my brain chemistry somehow. Cause I think it made me a happier person afterwards, or at least made me happier than I was before. Yeah. Like for a sustained period of time. I think, uh, I, I mean, who yeah. knows my, my brain chemistry probably would have evened out at some point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but like, I think it actually really uh, benefited my mental health, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, no answers to be found there, son. Glasses, no. Dan told me. So, mm, no. sorry. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting topic. I yeah, it is. Inter- it is interesting. But like, uh, even on we're gonna M, have to do. Like, you even know what on we're gonna have. Oh yeah. What? 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 Do, do do drugs in the podcast? <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna have to. Yeah. We've already gotten drunk. We're gonna have to drop acid on the podcast. We'll Twitch stream it. We'll get audience members at home to call in also on drugs. It's gonna be a wild time. Is there a drug Paul movie? I don't think there is. Hmm. Right? I don't think so. Yeah, like where Paul does drugs. Yeah, like like a you know, like a stoner movie. Is Paul in like a stoner movie? Also, I don't want to do acid on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to, <laughs> to you don't want to drop acid with me over zoom no no you would never drop acid, i think we though, would, would you um yeah probably not but um i think we'd learn some bad lessons if we were both isolated in two rooms talking over zoom tripping on <laughs> yeah. drugs like yeah. that would that's that's a recipe for a horrible time <laughs> yeah that's so true you finished the podcast okay see you later uh... I found this website called rule42.com and there's a whole page on Paul Giamatti here where is there Paul talks... porn? No, no. That's rule 42, just... isn't it? Oh, is it? I thought rule 42 is that anything on the internet can be porn. Wait, but this this doesn't feel like it's a porn website. It no. has just like an incredibly long page about Paul Giamatti's life. Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, Jim Motti attended Yale himself. He wrote a senior thesis on Herman Melville and spent lots of time acting in collegiate plays, including a production. He wrote of the his thesis on show. Herman Melville. Uh, <laughs> that's what this says. Continue. I can neither confirm nor deny where he met future star Ed Norton, moved furniture, and did shtick behind the scenes. But what he really wanted to, to be was an animator. He did a comic book of a gothic western and collaborated with a friend on a short cartoon called Flip the Chimp. It was about two monkeys fucking and bouncing all over. As much crazy violence and drug and sex humor as possible for five minutes. What? What? Hold on. This actually like breaks down his whole 
Maybe we'll have to talk about this in the future. Yeah, I th- yeah. Let, let's, I don't know how no, I stumbled upon this. Let's investigate, because this actually does sound interesting. This person seems like they have knowledge about Paul Giamatti. Maybe unfounded, but it seems like oh, they have oh, knowledge. Oh, oh. oh okay. okay. So this was, I, I found it. So this is from, I guess this must be a, a journalist's website. It's by this guy named Gavin Edwards, apparently originally published as paging Paul Giamatti in a in Rolling Stone, January 27th, 2005. So there's a whole article here that we should explore at some point. A Rolling Stone article where somebody followed Paul Giamatti, like shadowed him, and then they wrote an article about him? Yeah, or did a bunch of interviews or, yeah, did something. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we're going to do a deep dive for next episode. That okay, sounds great. Sounds good. That's Let's pretty wild. That. Okay. Um, anyway, I think that about does it for this episode, right, Samuel? Let's ask the, let's ask one final discussion question and then we'll call it oh, a day. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Because there is good. one thing that I wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask, because we saw in the news recently that Disney said they're not going to use a digital double of Chadwick Boseman. True. <laughs> um, yeah. But they've done it with Carrie Fisher. They've done it with that other guy, the Admiral, in that other Star Wars movie. It's a trap! Yeah. We've had no. It's, it's not Admiral Akbar. It was. It was a um, different Admiral, the or the whatever guy. I forget his name. <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking <laughs> shut up. Looney. <laughs> whatever. Also, I started watching Clone Wars again. But whatever. oh, it's so good. I know. I know. I, I'm okay, season, we're gonna talk I'm about on season it. three we're, now. But anyways, we're gonna talk about it offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, what was I saying? Have you been watching Mando? Hang on. Yes, but that's okay. why I started watching okay. Clone Wars. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, digital doubles. Do you think? What's your hot take on the use of digital doubles in the entertainment industry? How do you feel about using them? How do you feel about people dying and then reusing their images later in life? Um, I don't like it. I think it's kind of. Um, I I don't think we should be using digital doubles when possible. The Grand Moff Tarkin thing is an interesting case because it kind of was a full character, yeah. you know, yeah. um, which is interesting because um, he appears, I think, multiple times or at least in one longer scene in the film. And he looked kind of strange. They always look kind of strange, though. Technology Carrie is always Fisher improving. Looks strange, too. Yeah. I, I like this de-aging stuff to BH. I think it's kind of cool. The de-aging um, looks great. Yeah. And because, also because people give consent. <clears throat> Yeah, I think that's really the key to it. Like the de-aging is cool because it it is these actors, but also artistry of these like CGI artists, these visual artists. Yeah. Um, I think just like a pure digital double is kind of strange, and it's like, yeah. why are you doing that? Why 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 do we need that? We, we don't. don't. We don't need it. We don't. It's like it'd be. It's like. It's like when they when they cast child actors as like you know, early, early on in like a character's life. And then it's like the new character. Like yeah. what if at some, it's like at some point we could just be like, let's just shrink down a person <laughs> and use them as like the child actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it could yeah. just keep going further and further, but also it's just, it's just so gross. I think it's so gross to do yeah, it. Yeah. I, I agree though. I mean, if somebody asked me to sign away my race to be a digital, yeah, devil, I would do I it. Would, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Like if I was offered the Robin Wright deal, like, yeah. hey, you don't have to work anymore, but we'll keep giving you money, lots of money, yeah. and yeah. you'll get awards and everything. I'd be like, okay. Great. Sign me up. Yeah. Thank you. Free will? I never had it to begin with. So. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I have I have two more clips here that we can listen to quickly. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought these two were funny parts of the movie. There wasn't a lot that really stood out to me, as you can tell from only playing two Dr. Barker 
pieces. Yeah. Um, uh, but here is one uh, where they talk about uh, Holocaust movies. Tell her, Mom. What did he offer? I don't know. I don't know. Sci-fi? Graphic novel? Holocaust? I don't see why you won't do a Holocaust flick. Every B-grade actress that does Holocaust wins something, and you could play both sides. What do you mean, both sides? Well, look at you. Nazi and victim. You're multi-purpose for a Holocaust flick. You know what? What? You could even play a collaborator if they needed one. How many actresses have that kind of talent these days? You could be a Nazi. Mom, you could be a Nazi. I see it. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, one part. And then I also really like the character of the lawyer, the scanning lawyer who shows up. And he, he's just like so energetic in this movie for some reason. Yeah. Did you find that? Yeah, for no reason, though. For absolutely no reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is what he sounded like. This is Steve, a new lawyer I'm working with. Scanning contracts genius. This is one hell of a warehouse you guys have here. Oh, no, it's not a warehouse. It's an old hangar for the uh, DC-9s. It was built in, like, 1973. Wow. I mean, you could never get a 17 GBC permit to do a residential conversion like this these days, that's for sure. What? <laughs> Scanning genius, eh? Well, I happen to have seen on the entertainment channel that studios are starting to sample actors into these tiny little computer creatures. Yada, 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 yada. He's so strange. He also, like, then does this big spiel about how awesome it is that he gets to, like, write these contracts. I'm like, where did you find this guy? Because everyone else in this movie is, like, pretty, like, low energy doing these long pieces. Yeah. And he comes in, he's like, oh, my God, a hanger? Oh, you got to get the permits from the C-95 about the... That's incredible. <laughs> I know. Like what? Yeah. Who? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. But I liked him. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. I give up. I give up. Yeah. This movie, another, another, another movie in the can, Dan. Another That's movie a good way can. to look at it. Another movie that we did. <laughs> that we did. That's all you got to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> I also. I was so scared when Paul only showed up for that first scene and then it was like 20 years later and then she was animated. I was like, do I have like another hour and 20 minutes of this movie without Paul ever coming back? We didn't back? say, we, sorry, we didn't say um, Paul was also animated. And oh, he, yeah. He looked really, really cute. <laughs> he did. He looked so cute. I loved and it was beard, only for a little and bit. And he looked all yeah. so squishy. And, oh, I loved it. The animation had, was so cool. But, he had yeah. a big round face. It was, oh, it was great. So cute. If you want to see Paul animated, you can check out our Instagram. We'll be posting a picture of Paul animated at some point over the yes, next two weeks. At Giamatti Podcast. Yes. Oh, my God. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Smash that yeah, subscribe yeah. button. Mm. If you if you want to follow us, you can check out the links in the description. Yep. Um, at Giamatti Podcast pretty much everywhere or the Giamatti Podcast. Yep. If you um, want to email us, yeah. you can email us at uh, email giamatti at gmail.com send us your thoughts on this movie send us your thoughts on the next movie send us your thoughts about anything we read literally anything you send us because we're nice we're nice we're nice people yeah we're good people we're good hosts we're good yeah we're good people <coughs> okay um, um next episode next next movie turbo turbo and <laughs> that's the snails the snail movie i've never seen it have you no i've never seen it not that like we're not we weren't 12 like 11 at the time so we didn't. no it missed it missed us yeah yeah, yeah. this came it, this came right around the same time as uh that other animated movie about fast animals 
Um, the one with what? Miley Cyrus in it that no, had Hannah Montana. It's a dog, and it's like it's called Flash or some bullshit. Do you remember that? Bolt. Bolt. Yes. <laughs> Bolt. Dude, I had that, or my brother had that on DVD. My younger brother. Oh my god. <laughs> Bolt. They came out at Hannah the same Montana. Time. Hannah Montana's in it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's oh, in we're it. Gonna, we're gonna either she's in this, this or Turbo. So. Oh, you're. Oh wait. Wait, okay. Bolt. I think Zach Galifianakis yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 right. is the is the hamster in in Bolt. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know yeah, why my... I remember this, but I just remember that those movies are when I got out of like watching those movies. Uh, okay, Zach Galifianakis is not in it, oh, but Miley Cyrus sure. does play 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 Penny. John Travolta plays the titular Bolt. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> um, uh, wait. Chloe Grace Moretz also plays Penny, maybe a younger Penny. Probably. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and uh, Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage plays Thug. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, I, I was thinking of a different movie. What was the? There was a live action movie about a dog that had superpowers. Do you know what? Oh, Airbud. Underdog. Underdog. Do you know what this movie is? No. Okay, so it was a Disney movie. It's on Disney Plus if you ever want to watch it. It's from 2007. (laughs) I think I've seen it. I think I've seen this movie. A watchdog gets exposed to a substance that endows endows him with superpowers and a big old schlong. (laughs) He is adopted by a 12-year-old boy who uses his powers to protect the city from the evil Simon Bar Sinister. Randy Edelman did the music. (laughs) Jason Lee plays... The titular underdog. Is Tim Allen in this movie? No, I'm thinking of a different dog movie with Tim Allen in it. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the Shaggy Dog. Shaggy Dog. Yeah, you're right. What was the movie with John Travolta and Robin Williams? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of, too. I can't remember it. But I thought it was him Old and... Dogs. <laughs> Old Dogs. That's a Tim Allen. Tim Allen. It's not, it's no, not Robin Williams. No, Tim Allen. You're no, thinking Tim... of... Your, I know what movie you're thinking of. I, can, I don't remember the name of it. You're wrong. <laughs> Robin Williams isn't in Old Dogs or Top Dog. It's definitely Tim Allen. I'm looking it up, you fucking slut. Yeah, look it up. I already looked it up. You, 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 you see I'm what wrong? you see. You see what you see. <laughs> Top Dogs, Tim Allen. That's what I'm going to say. Old, Old Dogs. Old Dogs. Okay, I know. I also know what you're thinking. So, Rob first... Williams. You said Rob Williams is in it? Yeah, Robin Williams and John Travolta are in Old Dogs. Hang on. Hang How is it taking you this long to look it up? Oh, I found it. I found it. Yeah, you're it's right. It's six Never letters. I was, was of, I was thinking of 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 wild hogs. That's yeah, that's thinking of the, wild yeah. hogs. Yeah, <laughs> wild hogs and shaggy dog. Oh my god, old Island. dogs um, has five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay, so maybe one day we should we you sh- uh, one day in the future we can get together and we can watch shag- uh, old dogs. Because that movie's wild. Old yeah, dogs I think and it... top dogs, <laughs> double <laughs> feature. <laughs> Hot hogs. Wait, what is it? Road hogs. I, I forget. I forget. Wild Ho- hogs. Wild hogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild hogs. Old dogs. Shaggy dog. Underdog. <laughs> we have a little Air marathon. Airbud. <laughs> Um, but uh, I, the old dogs was originally supposed to be rated R, I believe. They had an R-rated cut, and then I think 
something happened and Disney wanted maybe it was originally for like um uh what 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 film company did did Disney have that's like older Touchstone oh I Miramax maybe it was Miramax I can't remember anyway maybe then they they wanted it and they cut it down to like a PG I forget but there's some like mm. wild there's some wild like story about shenanigans. Yeah. 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 Like, anyway. uh, like a suicide squad fucked up the edit kind of story. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. What's wild. Wild hogs is wild hogs. They go on a road. It's trip? a four. It's like a ensemble foursome movie with it's Tim. Ensemble foursome. 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 Man, I would love to see a foursome with Tim Allen and John, Tim Travolta. Allen, John Travolta. Who else is in that movie? Bill Burr. No, no, no. Um, forgettable Will, people william h macy okay oh like that's the guy that's in um what's that the show with everybody's poor what's that show well he was in the movie fargo he's in uh um, yeah yeah yeah. okay that is the guy that i'm thinking of what's that show where everybody's poor and they live in the house and is it that it was that the really hot lady i don't know and martin oh. lawrence is also the fourth wild hog <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Mar- wow. That movie looks like shit. Looks bad. Okay. Also, uh, Rock of Ages is, is one of my friend's favorite movies. Isn't that gross? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. He like he uh, he was like, play, oh, yeah. Play he's that like, back? <laughs> he's like, can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Rock of Ages is one of my friend's favorite movies. Like, one of my best friend's favorite. I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to oust him. But, Yeah. What? He said to me, he's like, "Hey, I saw that you did the did the new <laughs> the new podcast for Rock of Ages. Can't wait to listen to it." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Do you like that movie? <laughs> yeah, love it, love it. Can't get enough of it. Love it. <laughs> How? What? I think he just wanted to be a rock star, so like he likes all the rock music. I think that's all it is. But it's so bad. I know, I know, dude. Some people don't like don't know what a good movie is. You know? Does he? Does he like? All in it? I mean, how can you You'd not? We all saw the hair. I guess you would have to assume so if he if it's his favorite movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Paul's not gonna be the worst part about it. Yes. Paul's, God damn. Wow. Tom Cruise didn't ruin the movie for him. That's this, oh, this is Tom Cruise. <laughs> this is Tom Cruise. Another <laughs> place. Where the faces are so cold I drive all night Just to get back home I'm a cowboy So thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Giamatti Podcast. Yeah. All we gotta say to you is Blessed be the Giamatti Praise be Say bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.